0: And we all have a superpower, and my superpower may be the willingness and ability to endure suffering. I had suffered a lot. I hadn't taken a day off in like six and a half years because I was so hell bent to get rich. And then I realized, almost eight and a half years in, I'd finally had enough. I had hit my breaking point from suffering, and I got so mad. And I was so unwilling to do it anymore. And I turned to my partners and I say, I'm completely miserable, I quit. I realized the reason I was living the cliche of money can't buy happiness. Along the way had become so myopically focused on this promise I had made to myself as a kid that I never stopped to ask, why do I want to get rich? The questions you ask yourself will determine the course of your life. I had been asking myself, what do I need to do to get rich? and it left me really unhappy. So I changed the question and I started asking, what would I do and love every day even if I were failing? Hey everyone, welcome to the RLT Podcast where we
1: share some real life tools, tips and tricks to help you not only discover, but also reach your ultimate goals welcome back to the rlt podcast everyone my name is mono i'm
2: leon how are you guys doing so stoked to see that you guys are still hanging around so this is episode number seven and we are absolutely delighted that you've joined us this far must mean that we're doing something right Mono. what are we going to talk about tonight
1: yeah leon i think um we came across some really really valuable content uh, to share with the audience today And this actually came from quite a while back before we, way before we even thought about starting a podcast and something that just had a massive impact on our lives. And we have had a number of discussions surrounding this topic in the past, just yourself and I. But I thought it would be such an interesting and amazing um, idea to share and to just sort of get the message across and deep dive into it. So, the main thing that we're going to be discussing today is the importance of why, oh, yes. and I think you know that it's 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 such an abstract concept if you haven't heard of this before. So um, originally, I think you came across this and you told me that you were reading a book by Simon Sinek, start with why, and yeah. it was such a profound idea, something that entirely changed the perspective of the way that I viewed life and the way that I set my goals and i set out to achieve the things that i want to achieve in life and it's just absolutely changed the way that i think about my goal setting about discovering my passion about discovering my purpose but really what it comes down to is really discovering why it is that you set out to do a certain uh, task or to achieve a certain goal and tapping into that potential so that's what we're going to be discussing today leon um and i don't know is there anything that you would highlight from the book that you read from Simon Sinek in the sense of understanding, you know, the word why and why it's important to apply that to your life and understanding, you know, why it has such a big importance in your life.
2: Yeah, look, I mean, it's difficult to extrapolate everything right now, and I guess that's why we've got a whole hour to work through this. But um, it's uh, like you said, and the the only word I can think of is. Profound, You know, it's such a profound message and it's something that can change your life. And the thing is that um, a lot of people might hear the message and they don't put the message into actions like we've talked about before. And um, it will stick or anyone will resonate with the message and say that, yes, this is absolutely something that I need to apply in my life. But I I really feel like this is the one message that if you can actually stick it out and uh, try this out, This can change your life and it doesn't take a while to change your life. You can do this right now. I mean, even if it's bedtime and you're taking this to bed while, you know, uh, drifting away for another day or whether you're listening to this on the way to work. um, Absolutely, this is a message that can change your life right now. And there's so much information about this online. So we're going to obviously try and hit some of the major points out the park today so that you kind of have an idea of what. Um, starting with why means but um, i would definitely urge you you know we we only two blokes that read a couple books and did some research but there's so much more to this topic and this is a topic that can absolutely revolutionize your way of thinking and by doing that you can absolutely uh, change the way of the future and it can maybe cause redirect your life and it can maybe take you out of a bad spot or it can make you sit inside a job that you don't feel fulfilled and suddenly feel a complete new meaning um, and find uh, a purpose in, inside a difficult position where you really stuck in a rut and you don't see, you know, the, the what what do they call it, the light at the end of the tunnel. As soon as you start with why and you really try and zero in on, you know, what is the reasoning behind every minute that you spend, every thought that you, you know, put out? If you start analyzing it in such a way, your time spent becomes so much more valuable and so much more applicable. So, yeah, I guess money—it's—it's it's something we we're gonna have to take uh, piece by piece, um, and and kind of start, you know, letting our listeners know what we're all about.
1: Absolutely, I think there there are so many amazing and inspirational uh, leaders out there that uh, we've come across everyone from not just Simon Sinek, but you know, if if you've ever heard from or uh, seen a video of Jay Shetty or Tony Robbins, all of these people all take the same approach and all understand the importance of why, and they explain it in their own different ways, but it's just such a, such a powerful concept. So first, I think where do we start, right? We have to start with what exactly do we mean with finding your why or the importance of why, what is this why that we keep referring to, right? Well, it's very simply summarized as your purpose. Um, your, your, the things that you value or what you value and what you believe in and saying that if I set out to do anything in my life, uh, if I set a goal, if I want to accomplish something in my life or in my business and Simon Sinek refers to a lot of, uh, he's, uh, you know, his reasoning behind this concept of why, um, he relates a lot of that to business and that businesses should focus more on their why, as opposed to the how and the what. We'll talk about that in the next couple of minutes. But really that translates such a powerful message to your own personal life as well. If you say, for instance, you want to achieve a certain goal, it's very, very simple and very easy for you to say, uh, this is what I need to do. This is how I need to do it. Right. And you can jump in, you can take action, but it's really saying that, Is that enough? Is it enough to know the what and to know the how, um, without knowing the reason, the actual reason behind you wanting to achieve that goal? Let me, let me actually just translate that into a real life example, right? So we all have seen uh, amazing supermodels or these, these really buff guys ripped abs on TV or in a movie. And you see something like that and you think to yourself, damn, a mono, you don't you want to look like that i want to look like that let me what can i do to to start you know putting myself in a position and achieve that goal right so instantly my mind goes to the what instantly that my first thing that i think of is what can i do to achieve something like that the second thing i think about is well so once i've answered that question it's going to be you know i need to go to the gym i need to i need to exercise all right and the second thing that I want to do is I want to ask myself how, you know how am I going to achieve that goal? So if I know the what, I can then go to the how, I can move on and you know, set up daily goals or weekly goals, say so that I'm going to hit the gym twice a day, five times a week, and I'm going to be uh, you know, joining a nutrition program. I'm going to make sure that I get all of the protein that I need, and all of the nutrients that I need to achieve that specific goal. So instantly our brains are wired to go to the logical explanation of how to achieve that specific goal. So this is actually touching on Simon Sinek and I've I've seen probably a dozen of these videos on YouTube in the past where Simon Sinek refers to it as the golden circle. Now, if you're interested in this, guys, girls, please go and check it out. Go um, search in YouTube or on Google. I'm sure you'll find ample amount of content um, from Simon Sinek where he explains the golden circle, but we will summarize that. And that is exactly what it comes down to is that we are genetically wired to start thinking logical first, and then to try and achieve that emotional fulfillment within, right? Yeah. The emotional fulfillment that I have when I think about going to the gym and looking like that one day is because I want to be proud of my body. I want to look the way that that person looks. Uh, Zac Efron, for <laughs> instance, I'm, I'm sure that's the, one of the first guys that come to <laughs> mind. I mean, like, damn, if you've ever watched the, the Baywatch movie, uh yeah i mean that guy really hit the gym and you know that was something that instantly triggered and i was like yes i really just want to achieve this how can i achieve this right so the point is that if we're thinking from the outside of the circle the what right so the golden circle in summary is this right so it starts with why in the middle of the circle right imagine a middle of a, the the centerpiece of the circle is the why. just around that is the how and the last circle around that is the what. So we all start thinking from outside in, as opposed to from the inside out. And let me tell you why this is important to, to try and challenge the way that we think by default is if I were to say, I want to look like Zac Efron, the first thing that I'm going to think of is what, okay, what do I have to do? How do I have to do it? And then later on, I'm going to achieve that goal. And what if I'm not fulfilled? right? What if I'm not fulfilled by those results? And you see this happening all like, over and over again, all over the world. People set goals, they achieve their goals, and then they still don't know why they feel crappy. They just still don't know why they don't feel fulfilled, right? So this is a very, very simple example of just extrapolating that entire concept of starting with why and the the reasoning behind simon sinek actually writing an entire book on it and so many motivational speakers actually touching on this topic and the reason that we want to bring it to you today as well is to say let's challenge the way that we think about life and the way that we set up our goals and it all has to start from why so you have to take that circle work it from the inside out and that's what we're going to be touching on today leon if you think about the reasoning behind starting with why in the example that i gave i mean that's just a, a fitness example right if i were to uh set that goal for myself mm-hmm. yeah, you know, the chances of me achieving that goal even will become so much harder if I don't understand the why. Yeah,
2: absolutely. So that's a really good example. And I think that resonates with a lot of people. But I think for me, as you know, quite a quite a (laughs) overweight person, something that resonates even more for me was um, an example of my parents, you know, when I grew up, Um, they would, for example, um, not really push you into a certain direction for studies and stuff like that, but maybe kind of, politely nudge you in a certain direction and um, they would really focus on the the what and the how you know like what do you need to do um, in order to become a doctor and how would you then achieve that but they never really focus on why would you as a person want to be a practitioner in 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 general practitioner in as a doctor or something like that Um, so if you start from the why um, the what and the how really becomes quite easy um, if you start from the what and the how, it's really, really difficult. And, and sometimes what happens, and I found this a few times in my life, where I would go chasing down someone else's dream or maybe something that was, um, let's say, popular amongst the crowd and, and something that everyone's doing. So I feel like, you know, let's go with the flow and do the same. And I'll see, okay, that's what I need to do. And this is how I uh, will be able to achieve it. But I never really thought about the why. Like, what's that going to really fulfil me at the end of the day? How is that going to better my life? I mean, if you look at if you look at the book of Simon Sinek, and I'll be I'll be reciting or uh, you know a few of his quotes today. So I'm not going to quote every single time. Let's just assume that some of the wisdom preached today will come straight of uh, straight out of his book. But one of the questions uh, that he or, or one of the statements that he made was from Henry Ford. Um, I guess everyone knows who Henry Ford is. The, the surname kind of gives it away. Um, I drive a Ford myself. But um, he summed it up best. And he basically said that if he had to ask his people what they wanted, they would have said a faster horse. And that really, 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 for me, kind of summarizes it really well, is that if you ask someone in a specific setting and place in their life um, what they want, they might be so stuck in their mindset and the way that things are going that they do not see the beyond. Um, if you ask Henry Ford the same question, he would tell you that the horse is, is mundane and it's old and it's, it's not revolutionary and it's not sustainable. We need to find a way to revolutionize the horse and change that into a car which he obviously eventually did Um, and while the others just got stuck with yeah the horse is cool it's taking me from a to b but okay we need to get there faster or maybe we need to find a way to get a horse to drink less water so that it needs less resting time but it never really finds that purposeful meaning of transport and all right the whole reason we started Ford is to um, you know Um, help people with a commute from A to B and let's get rid of this one wheel and reinvent the wheel and come up with a completely different conclusion on how to achieve that same thing it starts with why as a book also really focuses heavily around leadership so if you find yourself um, often debating in your head uh, whether or not you would like to be a leader one day which I really have started thinking about a lot and I've Realise that many people and probably most people with exception of few would in enjoy uh, being some sort of a leader one day and inspiring other people around them to to follow by example and leave some sort of legacy and so on so i think that kind of resonates with a lot of our people that are listening here as well otherwise they probably wouldn't be listening um but it's leadership is completely the ability to rally people not for just a single event but for years and years and years of events Um, so it's the ability to kind of get people to understand what's going on at the moment but in such a way that they completely and fully understand where it's supposed to be heading so right now it might not seem great and right now the micromanagement uh, side of things if you look at it bits and pieces um, you know it doesn't feel like everything's going as it should but if you are able to actually captivate their um, you know their minds and explain to them where you are seeing this heading in five years or ten years time that is the why so that's why you are here doing this job so yes that job entails doing some crappy admin every morning and sending emails and taking phone calls and making phone calls and doing cold calling And presenting, and as we are all doing in COVID times now, doing a hell of a lot of WebExes. And in that moment, that does not seem great. That's the what and the how, but it's not the why. The why is way further down the line. Uh, For example, we work in the cybersecurity industry, so the whole point of our exercise is to try and find a way to get people to be safer online and things like that. But from my daily tasks that's very far removed from the actual why of the company and the why of why we are doing what we're doing very very far removed but it's these little minute steps in between that actually takes you towards that why and as long as that why is something that you resonate with, that's something that you want to identify with, something that you feel you can be proud of and speak to other people about and inspire people about, then that's the why. That's the thing that you need to focus on. And yes, you're going to have to take all these difficult what's and how's along the way in order to get to that why.
1: So, yeah, you actually touched on something that made me think of a talk delivered by Jay Shetty uh, on a, in a video or a goal cast that I saw uh, a while back. And he refers to it as this the, the concept that we live in this world filled with noise, filled with expectations, and we keep trying to measure ourselves up to that. So more often than not, we find ourselves leaving school, leaving university uh, and sitting down and actually figuring out what it is that we want to achieve in our lives, right? Focusing on that what concept so much that we try and plan our entire lives around achieving that what and and following that how, right? But what it comes down to at the end of the day, and we all want to be rich at some point, right? I don't know, like that's the reason people start businesses. It's usually the reason that uh, we have savings accounts and we want to try and start investing and all of those things, right? And that's all good and well, but it's only gonna take you so far. So if you are constantly driven by that what, it makes it very, very difficult to achieve that goal, number one, and number two, If you do achieve that goal, it doesn't necessarily mean that you'll find fulfillment at the end of the tunnel, right? So I even came across a quote from Will Smith at some point where something along the lines of, he just wishes that the whole world would experience what it is like being rich so that they can see that it doesn't actually bring fulfillment, right? He wishes that everybody can experience that, but experience it very early in their lives so that they can realize that chasing after being rich uh, as your end goal in life is not going to bring fulfillment. And that is what Jay Shetty meant by that is the fact that we are living in this idealistic world where we think that we have to become doctors. We think that we have to become lawyers to to be successful and to find fulfillment. And you know, if we make our parents happy, if we make um, our grandparents happy and proud, then we'll automatically find fulfillment within that. Right. So let's break that down into an example. So one of my biggest goals in life is to become financially free. And, you know, at first when I heard about financial freedom in the sense that your know, money is taken out of the equation, that burden is lifted off of your shoulders of not trying to just make ends meet each and every single end of the month. Right. And trying to pay the bills and barely scraping by. and. For me, that is one of the best goals that I've set for myself is to one day become financially free and I can chase that dream as much as I want to. But if I don't understand the main, the core, why behind that goal, it's going to make it that much more difficult for me to achieve first and foremost, because what do you need to do to achieve financial freedom? And why do I, why do I actually want financial freedom? That is the question that I need to ask myself why do I want financial freedom? Is it because I want to sit at home? I want to sit here, retired at you know, before the age of 40 and just have all the free time in the world to do all the coolest things. Yes, absolutely. But that is not, that is not the value or the core purpose behind achieving financial freedom for me, at least for me, it's saying that I want to achieve financial freedom and not depend on a day job and working and putting all of the hours in my day into a day job that, you know, most likely I could end up hating at some point in my life. But Mm. saying that if I had to go and achieve that goal, why, like, what is the main reason that I want to achieve that? And it's not because I want to sit and do nothing. It's about the freedom that it brings. It's about the time that I will have on my hands to spend with my family, uh, to focus on the things that really matter to me in my life. And that is the main driving factor behind the entire concept so i've set a goal for myself i want to become financially free and i can save as much money as i want to on a monthly or weekly or an annual basis but if i don't understand why i'm doing that even if i do achieve that goal which first and foremost will be such a difficult thing to to do because i don't have the main motivator driving me through the tough months when my friends are buying cool stuff and i also want to spend money on buying those cool things right it's not going to take me through those difficult times it's not going to push me to actually uh, see the end of the goal and reach that end of the goal as well that's the first thing and the second thing is even if i do achieve financial freedom if it's if i haven't thought about properly why it is that i wanted to achieve this in the first place then I think it would just make it that much less fulfilling achieving that goal uh, because I'll be sitting there financially free, um, rich, call it whatever you want to a certain extent and not know, you know what is missing in my life.
2: Yeah, that actually makes a lot of sense. I mean, um, at the end of the day. Um, I think we need to break it up into a couple of reasons why your why is important. So I I guess that sounds strange. But um, the reasons that I've come across, um, and and this is not really quoting from anywhere, but this is something that I've personally realized, is once you've defined your why, it really does help you keep focused um, on the why. So when you, for example, know what your life's purpose is, it becomes very easy to focus on what is actually really important and most important in your life. For example, if I want to be, um, if I want to inspire people through, um, you know, becoming a pastor, um, it's, it's very easy once you've got that goal and why you want to do it and how that might help people in the future to figure out what to do in order to not get distracted from that vision. And that's, probably one of the most uh, important reasons why you need to define your why you need you need to be able to literally write it down it needs to be so clear that when people ask you your why or why are you doing something it's something that you need to be able to articulate in such a way that it is um, understandable to anyone else so that at the end of the day you can understand it yourself you can literally write it on a piece of paper and it makes sense once you've got that why, it, it, it forms this um, almost like a bit of a truce between you and yourself, your values, your morals and your code to uh, remove all other distractions so that you can reach this goal. And that is absolutely empowering. The ability to um, clear your mind from uh, the white noise, the hustle and bustle of all day life, the stresses, um, you know, I've got kids, so any kind of stress that comes with that or illnesses or problems in the family, you can kind of cut through all that mess that everyone has in their life and stay focused on your why. So that's really one of the reasons why it's extremely important. The other reason is it also gives you a hell of a lot of clarity so so many of us, and myself included, and even still now, I mean, again, we we're talking from experience here, but we're not necessarily talking from masters here. You know, it's not as if we've mastered all of what we talk about. Um, but this is what we should all be doing: is that it gives you a ton of clarity and. So many of us start off after school, for example, saying, all right, cool, but I did okay in math and I did okay in science. Let me go into some sort of uh, science and math kind of uh, direction. So let me do engineering and I do okay at that and I study it, start working at a company, do quite well for myself, try and... You Know, climb the ladder towards uh, you know, better expectations, better money, better fruition. You meet a girl, you set up a house, you buy a dog, you get kids, you get married. That kind of, well, not necessarily in that order, but that's kind of the thing uh, that a lot of people go for. What, what, what's missing there is clarity in, in, in a lot of what that usual lifestyle would uh, depict not necessarily at any point in time that you focus on your why or um, uh, focus on any kind of clarity towards your why life just kind of threw you along the normal route and uh, caused an effect of you know actions that you take that's got certain side effects or certain effects I'm not saying that that lifestyle is bad at all what I'm saying is that many of the people that you encounter myself included at that stage where you've just bought for example your first car and you've got a nice girlfriend you're looking to get um you know engaged or whatever if you corner them and ask them why are you on earth they're probably lost track of that completely because they got side um you know distracted by other things along the line that are also very important of course i'm not saying that they're not Um, but it, it, it absolutely helps with clarity. If you can always define your why, if you can come out of school, for example, saying that when I'm 30, if you're 18 at the time you leave school, if I'm 30, I want to earn this much money. I want to be at this point in my life. Yes, that's fine. But you need to say, why, why do I want to be there and what am I going to do and why am I going to do it? the clarity is absolutely life changing in deciding exactly what your why should be. The other thing that's extremely important that I just want to also quickly talk about is the feeling of gratification. So when you have a purpose in life, you will express it constantly and base most of your decisions, thoughts, feelings and actions and everything around that overarching purpose. And, um, you know, a a person who knows their purpose they tend to make a greater impact through their work and that again once uh, you've done that that will encourage a feeling of gratification and again a lot about this world and you only realize it well i realize it now maybe some people never realize it um, but it's about giving back and it's about finding purpose and meaning and doing something with your why that means something to the world Um, And many times I feel so far removed from that, um, I'm on my path there, so I'm finding where I am now in my life, maybe as a, uh, you know, developmental point or a pivotal point of, um, you know, discovering how to get to my why, because I can clearly define my why and why I think I've been put on earth, but I'm absolutely not at that point. And it's very important during this podcast that we also mention the fact that, again, um, and I mentioned this in a few of our messages is that we are probably talking about idealistic viewpoints here. And you should 100% understand that it's never, ever, ever, ever too late. Um, and I, th- I think a lot of people have said that. But you don't need to know your why uh, when you're 18. And and if you find yourself listening to this when you're now 40 in your car and you don't know your why yet, we're not telling you that you're screwed. <laughs> We're telling you that um, listen to this and start thinking about this now and start defining those things now. You can define this at any point in life and it's going to redirect your course towards what you really think is going to be important, what's going to be impacting a lot of people. At the end of the day, people want to help people. Um, uh, that's, that's, I would say, the, um, the constant around most of the talks that we're going to have on this podcast is that people love people and people want to help people. They want to be around people. Um, And with the exclusion of a select few, that's probably the standard. So one of the most powerful why reasons in life would be somehow finding a way of, um, you know, defining your skills, honing them to a point where you're probably the best in the country, maybe even the world. And then using that in order to empower other people. And again, we've touched on this in a few of the other podcasts. But I mean, this is just bringing it full circle. is that You can't really start with that process of inspiring others, changing others' lives, putting back into the world or creating something that makes life easier for people. If you don't know your why and why you want to do it. If you're only going to do it for the money, um, it's not really going to serve you that well. I mean, if you take, for example, some of the billionaires in our world especially the Silicon Valley ones. You can go and read their biographies. You can look at their lifestyles. These, these guys don't really care that much for the money. I don't know money if you agree, but um, if you look at many of them, you know, high school dropouts, drive fairly reasonable cars for the amount of money they make. They might be driving a Golf GTI or whatever. Um, live and breathe work, but their purpose and the, the reason why they do what they do is almost tangibly clear. Um, And and you can absolutely see it 100% why they are doing what they're doing. It's so profound and it's so clear that it really comes through in the products that they deliver or the services that they deliver in our lives. I mean, Facebook is a good example, maybe not for everyone, but let's just take it as an example that's probably known to many and and most people. Um, But if you take someone like Mark Zuckerberg, he was never really worried about the money. I think if it was about the money, he would have probably sold the business upon many offers ago. And, uh, you you know, went and lived on a island that he bought himself. It's, it's never been about the money. Of course, the money ensures um, stability and those kind of things. So it's one less thing that you need to worry about. And absolutely, we'll get to that podcast in the future about how money can at least... Not buy happiness, but it can actually make your your brain uncluttered from a very real um, threat to your existence. But um, he he's doing this business 100% at the core, thinking about how this is connecting people, enabling people to communicate and ab- enabling people to share life experiences. And I truly believe that even though, yes, of course, there's been some stories in the news where it seems like maybe that messaging and that vision has got derailed at some point. But I think it's just a matter of how big the platform is, um, that some of that might have occurred. But at the end of the day, his why is extremely clear. And it's never really changed for Facebook. It's always been the same. So it's extremely, extremely important to have that level of focus, the clarity, and it's going to absolutely ensure that you feel gratified. And once you feel gratified in your life, you really start finding a way to pay it forward. It kind of becomes this complete overarching purpose in your life uh, to pay it forward. Um, I don't know, money, if you agree with what I said. I mean, I probably rambled on a few topics there. Um, I try to kind of condense it into something that makes sense. Um, but yeah, it is really kind of the center to, to, to life. It's just that we sort of seem to be, you know, finding the... We do it the wrong way around. You know, we start with what we need to do and how we're going to do it. But we never really think about why do we want to do it.
1: You're so right in saying that. And um, absolutely, Lian. I think you've explained it in such a great way. Uh, even if you have a look at your, your, just the, the mere point that you mentioned, that it's not too late uh, to find your why. It's not too late to find that purpose and to find out why it is that you are doing what you're doing and to reassess your life and to redirect or pivot your life in the you know, in, a, in a more fulfilling direction, right? So even in, in Tom Bellu's. Uh, one talk, he did say that he actually found himself uh, setting two goals in life when he was a kid, right? He said he wanted to be rich, number one. He wanted to be fit, number two. He wanted to have six-pack abs. <laughs> and <laughs> I think to a lot of us, you know, that is pretty much the the, you know, the goals that we set in life at a very young age as well. And he found himself working towards those goals. And he ended up in a corporate job working probably for eight and a half years to the point where just one day he just really couldn't take it anymore. He couldn't stand it. He hated his job. He hated what he was doing with his life and the amount of time he wasted because he wasn't finding fulfillment. He wasn't finding his, his why, he wasn't finding his purpose. Uh, so even though, you know, he did want to become rich, even though that uh, those were the goals that he set up when he was younger, uh, it doesn't mean that that's the end of it and that's, you know, this is the path that you've carved for yourself. So he actually went out and said that, you know, I cannot go on like this anymore. What do I want to do with my life? What do I love doing? It's not just saying that you should love your job, right? And love what you do, right? But rather, love the way that you feel when you come home from that job. Love that emotional connection, love that fulfillment that it brings you on a day to day basis. And I think a lot of us feel like that because we started with a career path. uh, We drive ourselves towards achieving all success in that specific career path. And at the end of the line, years down the line, you've actually wasted so much time on chasing an idealistic idea of what a dream is and should be. And you know, is projected onto you by your parents or by your siblings or, uh, or whoever right? your, your mentors that you very seldom find yourself actually sitting down uh, if ever, and asking yourself, why am I still doing this? What is the main thing that I'm gaining? What is my purpose in this job that I'm doing? Am I finding fulfillment in this? Right? And if not, you can change that. Um, I think it, it's 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 such a great topic for us to discuss this today because I really 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 hope that you know for a lot of the listeners this might be a very early time in your life that you might come across this specific concept and I feel the earlier you can hear about this and apply it to your life the more time you have to actually spend on that purpose as yeah. opposed to wasting time on chasing an idealistic dream that might not bring you that fulfillment right so that's exactly what it comes down to is it, it it's you're so right in saying that Leon is we're all human being and we all need to have some purpose and find a purpose in what it is that we're doing and why we're doing that specifically. Right. But we are effectively the ones who can redirect that and you can re edit that entire story and change it again. So that actually brings me to another concept that I also heard from Tony Robbins. Um, and it's the fact that a lot of people would tie their dreams or tie their goals uh, and align it or match it up with resources as opposed to emotion right so the defining factor of your success he says is not resources it is emotion it's resourcefulness right it's saying that a lot of people might say that if only i had a thousand dollars or if only i had a million dollars or if only i had better education or or if only my parents uh, did x y and z for me right would i you know, then be successful. Would I then be able to achieve more in life? Would I then be able to find my purpose? Will I then be able to accomplish my goals? Right? But he's saying that it's actually such an abstract concept that we want to tie that to, yo, this person is so much more successful than me because they had a better life growing up because they had more money because they had better circumstances. Right. But more often than not in life and not always you find that the people who didn't have those resources actually end up contributing to society more than the ones who actually did have those resources. We've seen it over and over again. The the people that have a million dollars, the people that have a billion dollars, right? These successful pop stars, these successful musicians and movie actors find themselves in rehab over and over again, right? Because Mm -hmm. the money sitting at the end of that goal was never gonna bring them fulfillment, was never gonna, even having all of those resources, having everything, the whole world at their fingertips, right? They couldn't achieve... Uh, fulfillment, or uh, find the purpose sitting behind that as well. So Tony Robbins actually had a very, very good point in his talk when he mentioned this, and he said, you know, you have to ask yourself why? Why am I doing this? Why am I setting this goal for yourself? And I don't know about Julian, but have you ever set a specific goal for yourself and you failed to achieve it entirely? Right? What was the very first thing mm. that you told yourself is the reason for you not achieving that goal? Give me an example. Oh,
2: geez, like you're really putting me on the spot there but let's say for example um you know everyone knows about new year's resolutions right so yeah. um, every year everyone's got a little list um i'm no different and you know last year i think it was last year or the year before i decided to become more healthy and you know do some exercising and things like that so i set a goal to start riding my bicycle a little bit more and do some exercising and yes i mean i did better than um i've <laughs> probably thought i would um, but obviously i didn't pull through on it and i just kept telling myself it's life i'm too busy i can't get to it you know i, I immediately made up some gag reflex um um you know reasoning for for not not Absolutely. getting to I it think i think it's human
1: yeah, exactly. So, so there, the, the key, the key reason that you place behind not you not achieving that goal, is time, right? You don't have enough time, you're too busy. And, yo, know, we can all think about a lot of excuses or a lot of reasons why we don't achieve. And I'm, I'm no different, Leon. I mean, you've seen me um, do my yearly and annual planning and setting my goals, my quarterly goals and wanting to achieve that. And I can promise you this year has been absolute trash because because of COVID. <laughs> but then again, I'm saying, oh, yeah. you know, uh, because of the circumstances. So I'm, I'm placing the resource, a reason behind it, as you did, right? With, with saying that you don't have enough resources, you don't have enough time, right? But it's actually not that. And Tony Robbins challenged that entire thought process in the sense that uh what if it's not the resources what if it's just your resourcefulness and the reason that you want so you just probably didn't want that bad enough to actually make time for it because i can promise you you've got enough time to sit and watch game of thrones seven episodes in one night right (laughs) (laughs) which will pretty much take 24 hours uh but anyways so, I mean, we all have enough time on our hands to accomplish those goals. We have the resources. Yeah. We're just not resourceful. We just don't want it bad enough because the motivation sitting behind that goal is not strong enough. And that's the main reason that we're focusing on the importance of why tonight is to say that yeah. it is absolutely crucial to, to not look at it from a standpoint and say, I don't have the resources. You have to maybe just draw back and say, I didn't achieve that goal Let's find out why I didn't achieve it. Do I actually still want that goal? Do I still want to become rich or do I just want to live comfortably and not really stress about medical expenses or unnecessary or unplanned expenses that come up if my car breaks Mm. down or if I need a new dishwasher? Because let's be honest, I'm never ever going to wash dishes again after owning a dishwasher, (laughs) right? But it's just saying that I don't want to be rich. I don't want to own a yacht or an island, or maybe one day I do, right? But let's understand the reasoning why the core underlying concept as to why I want financial freedom in the first place is to have more time on my hands to spend with my family, right? Is to to be able to focus on not just working an office job 9 to 5, going home and hating myself because the next day I have to get up and do it again. But so it really just comes down to the point that you have to understand that underlying why in order to actually get you to that end goal.
2: I actually have a couple of examples that I quickly want to just bring up that also really, I think, speaks really well to the whole thought process of why. Uh, One is a very extreme example. One is uh, something maybe you guys can resonate with. But when I was a young boy, uh, my dad used to buy the newspaper from a guy that stood at one of the um, stop streets in my town. And I can't remember his name. I can definitely remember his face even till this day. It's ingrained into my brain. And this guy, I mean, he was so enthusiastic. And he would talk about every page very quickly through your window. On page one this, on page two this, and then the, you know, last p- couple pages this. And then my dad would buy it from him, five rand for the report or whatever. And now it's like 36 bucks. But anyways... Um, time changed Mm -hmm. and this guy would just be the most enthusiastic guy my dad would drive out every Sunday morning at 6 o'clock with me in the car to this one dude at the robot selling his report um, and and other uh, uh, you know newspapers one day my dad decided to start talking to this dude and we noticed that actually there's like a couple of cars queuing just to buy the um, newspaper from this one guy I mean, you can buy it from the, um, you know, shell uh, garage right opposite the road where he's standing, selling it on the on the street. But no one would. They would buy it from this one dude. And my dad actually asked him, you know, you're, such, you're so articulate and you speak so well. You know, maybe there's something we can do for you for a job, what, what, what. Made some plans. And this guy just said, no, sir, I'm really happy at what I'm doing. And I'm, I'm inspiring people. I'm making them laugh. Um, you know I start this Sunday the right way I talk a little bit about uh, what's going on in the news that's good enough for me there were other people that we later found that actually offered this guy a job at the local newspaper to do a column and he refused the job he said thanks you know the money is probably great and all that stuff but I love what I'm doing and I'm inspiring people every mm-hmm. Sunday on the you know the best day of the week the day before you start what seems like another little week chapter that's coming and i want to do this so people have started giving him really nice clothes at one stage they um there was an article in one of the newspapers that he was selling uh for 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 the local town um and people started having a fundraiser they got this guy a car (laughs) from the people just from donations in the town um, and he um, eventually got an RDP house. Everything just from the people that bonded with this guy about his newspapers and his enthusiasm. His unwavering enthusiasm every single Sunday. And this guy lives a really, really good life. And he's still there to this day just selling newspapers. That's one really, really cool example that I'll never forget that um, st- yeah. stuck with me for life. About someone that just found his why, got other offers... And he rejected them because he loved his wife, but he's still doing really, really well compared to normal, let's call it, newspaper sellers on the street. Just because of his attitude and the way that life paid him back for his generosity as a human being. The other example is if you take someone on the complete opposite of the spectrum and someone that I value as an absolute um, you know, icon in my life is Mr. Elon Musk. Um, South African Boyki, that's mm-hmm. now the second richest person in the world today as of, what is this, 25th, 25th of November 2020, he's he's chasing Mr. Jeff Bezos, he made some strange uh, statement in, in the news yesterday yeah. and now he's $500 billion strong, he made $27 billion in a day. But anyway, so this dude is doing quite well for himself. But if you had to ask him how much he know, uh, he earns, he wouldn't know. <laughs> if you ask him how much his company's worth, he'll tell you to speak to his accountant. He doesn't know. Um, if you ask him to come with you to the Bahamas, he'll he'll immediately ask you. And I read his book, and this is fact. He'll ask you exactly how much time will it take from the moment I set foot on the flight till the moment I can return and how much time will I have available while I'm Mm -hmm. there in spare time to focus on my work while still giving some of myself to enjoy the moment. That's how he lives his life. And a lot of people, again, this is an extreme example, but if you ask him why he's doing Tesla, why is he doing SpaceX and all these um, uh, other projects that he's got, it's not about building a car and saving the planet he wants to he he believes firmly in multi-planetary existence and he uses both of his businesses as a complete frontier to technology and finding out new um textiles and Mm. metals and uh you know things to use inside batteries and energy to actually develop and enhance and augment this technologies into his um, spacecraft that he builds in order to get to the moon and I mean you guys have obviously read something about this guy somewhere even if you don't know Elon Musk quite well. And that's all, that is why, is he wants to be the guy that enhances the capability to expand life up, uh, beyond multi uh, just earth into multiplanetary existence obviously step one is mars and then further and beyond from there and there's probably a ton of people on this podcast even myself slightly included that doesn't think this is maybe the most um, idealistic thing to do i mean if we can't even fix the earth why would we even worry about mars whatever the case is that i'm trying to make here is that this dude is so passionate about his why to find a way to put people on other places in the universe that he's built several multi-billion dollar businesses that's actually furthering one cause if you really look closely. So those are just two examples that I thought would give you a little bit of an idea, uh, more tangible, I guess, um, like lab exercise, if you will, of what we mean by finding your why. It's not necessarily about money. It's not necessarily even about, not necessarily even about a legacy or something. It's just, Finding something that's profoundly strong, that's going to enhance people's lives, that's going to put your mind in a place where um, everything I do makes no sense. Some of what I do helps no one and feels meaningless, but it's all um, compounded to a greater cause and something that's going to come up eventually that I'm working, working towards.
1: So don't you think that it's just such a powerful idea the fact that you can take, first and foremost, your why, your purpose and chase that as the core principle, as your core strategy and your core approach to life. And then hmm. all of a sudden, the money comes. It very seldomly. Yes, money will follow. It very seldomly works the other way around where you chase the what, you chase the how. And yes, by all means, you can get rich. You can achieve your goals by doing that. But it's not sustainable. It's not the way that you, or you will find fulfillment mm-hmm. or find your yeah, purpose or, f- or find yourself living a meaningful life, right? It's saying that let's start with why. Let's start with asking myself, what is my purpose? What is the one thing that makes me happy? What is the one thing that I strongly believe in that I want to leave behind or that I want to accomplish? What makes me happy? What makes me happy in life to the point that I can do this for the rest of my life? without needing or worrying about money money is merely the end result of you providing value to others right and that's what businesses are formed around and that's what i feel our our personal lives should be formed around as well right Mm -hmm. is what sort of value can i provide to this world that i'm living in to the people that i see on a day-to-day basis or that i come into contact with or the people that i speak to or the people that i lead and money will automatically come as a result money should never ever be the end goal because we know that money does not buy happiness but it absolutely will follow once you chase your dreams. we've seen this over and over again you've just mentioned a very good example Elon musk uh, richard branson <laughs> yeah. amazing amazing stuff that he's accomplished with his life but just simply following his passions following his dreams and what he wanted to do in life and money just came uh, jay shetty He went and he became a Buddhist monk for I think three years, you know, gave up. He's basically declined two very, very good corporate job offers to go and become a Buddhist monk and came back so fulfilled and so inspired and so in tune with his why that money is just coming um, Tom Bill again another person that I love following as well go and see by the way uh, the the clip that you heard in the beginning of this podcast uh, the full clip will be shared in the show notes so go and have a look at it it's the top five uh, probably keynotes that uh, have been summarized by Goalcast in finding your purpose finding your why and on that topic I think let's wrap it up and leave you guys here today with an action step right it's go ahead go and sit down Think about it and meditate and find out what is your why? What is the purpose that you want to achieve? Who do you want to be and not what do you Mm. want to be, right? Um, Intentionally go and sit and focus on uncovering it, right? So Simon Sinek actually mentioned, or not him, but on his podcast, they did chat a little bit about this as well as to, you know, how can you sit down and find out what your why is? So, sitting down individually and asking yourself this question might be very, very difficult because you know yourself way too well and you're clouded by so much um, white noise in your everyday life that you might struggle to find clarity and understand what it is that you absolutely love. And I find myself struggling with this even to this day is asking myself, what do I really love to an extent that I can go and give that back to the world, right? And, this is just one step of the process, right? Doing this podcast with you, Leon, and sharing our message, right? But they challenge the motion of saying that, do you go and sit down alone or do you do this with a partner? And it actually absolutely helps. Asking someone in your life, you know me, all right, but you don't maybe know me as well as I know myself. But from your subjective point of view, How do you, what do you see in my life? What sort of trend lines do you see? What are the things that excite me? What are the things that make me happy? And maybe they can help you find that why and find that purpose. Right? But what I'm saying is take money out of the equation money. Yes. We all know we want to live amazing lives. We want to travel. We want to buy the world for our kids and for our grandkids. One day we want to leave behind uh, a massive fortune to give them a head start in life and all that. Right. But, What if we had to take that out of the equation and start looking at it from what Simon Sinek referred to as the golden circle and starting with why, and then saying, once I know my why, then asking the question, how am I going to do that? And what am I going to do to, to achieve that? Why to achieve that purpose, to achieve that goal. Leon, any last words from your side? Any last thoughts before we wrap it up?
2: No, I think that's greatly summarized. I think just two tips. So, Uh, from my side just to add on to the tip section so once you've defined your why once you've written it down it is pretty much something that you can go back to you can look at it you can put it somewhere you can take a photo of it put it on your phone put it as your wallpaper put it on the fridge put it on your uh, dashboard in the car reflect on it change it adapt it um, etc but write it down There's something very powerful that comes when you take your mind and put it to paper. The other thing, um, just as a last and final tip, is you can start small. We're going to touch in another podcast on the how and the what. But the how is very important. It's, you know, if you look at this why in your life, it's going to feel like a divine goal that you're so far from it. Um, So there will be another podcast where we talk about how do you actually you know split this into digestible points and maybe some stumbling blocks that you might find along the way um, what some stepping stones etc but start by um, looking at the why and then put it into digestible and actionable steps that make sense towards a bigger goal uh, don't just try and go for the why straight away start small yeah, so just basically make it a bit shorter, um, put it into steps that you can actually action that doesn't feel so overwhelming, and you'll be set to go. That's pretty much it from my side, Mona. I don't think I've got much more to share on this topic. We'll obviously extrapolate
1: on some of the concepts in further episodes. Uh, one last quote I would like to leave you with here by uh, by Jay Shetty as well. He said, don't trade who you are for who you think the world needs. The world needs you to be you, all right? So don't try and do what you think the world wants you to do. Focus on your why, what you want to do, and what you have to give back, and the rest of that stuff will happen automatically. That is all from my side, Mono. I'm Leon. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll be back again next episode. Be safe. Thanks, guys. Bye. Hey everyone, thank you so much for joining this episode. We really hope that it inspires and motivates you. By the way, we're giving away a free five-step personal budget template that will help you take control of your financial goals. So just head over to rltstudios.com, sign up for our newsletter, and we will get that right over to you. So head over to rltstudios.com, and we will see you in the next episode. Until then, cheers.